You're listening to Were You Still Talking? The real stuff. I don't know why I'm holding this because I have no idea. Okay, let me try this. All right. Hey, welcome back. This is Joel Albrecht and Ryan. Oh my gosh, I'm spacing the last name already. I didn't write anything down. Ryan. Hi, Joel. Secret. My name. My name. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ryan Olson. I do that. <laughs> oh, middle middle initial Man. D for devil. Danger. Danger. Ryan Danger Olson's in the studio today. <laughs> We're gonna do a podcast. I know Ryan through acting. Ryan is the actor. He's done his own uh, production as well. He's made some movies. He also is a vet and um, veteran. Veteran. Yeah. Oh, is that better? Yeah. Oh, because you don't work on animals. Yeah. You're a veteran. Okay. Yeah. Well, I washed my dog today. And you, so. Well, you do work on animals. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So we'll probably get into that too. Thanks a lot for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, awesome. Yeah. It's awesome to have you. Um, yeah. I thought I wanted to get you face to face so you could um, talk in the real world instead of just on the Facebook. Yeah. The Facebook or, or on, on set. Or on set. Oh, we, we barely ever talk on set. I know. And when we yeah. do, it's like. You, right, Joel, <laughs> it's <only> Ryan, <laughs> because we're method and we're always we're, in character. I'm so method. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so method. Yeah, but I feel like you know, if you don't feel it, they're not gonna feel it. It's true. You know that that's a part of the the method that I believe in, yeah. actually. Because yeah, and I, I've heard various views on that. I've worked with people with various views on that. It still works. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I've seen a lot of actors that literally are pretending the whole time. Uh, there's a great video about that with um, on YouTube. Oh, it's from the show Extras. You ever seen that? Yeah, love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's well, a so, great one. Yeah, I'm forgetting the actor now who is teaching about acting, and he's... Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Ian McKellen. I am the sorcerer. <laughs> what I do is I pretend... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, that only goes so far, I think, especially with video, film, whatever, mm. man, you can tell when somebody is not there. Totally. Um, yeah. As soon as, as soon as their eyes kind of check out of the scene, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's lost. Yeah. It's <clears throat> lost. I just saw you posted about Tom Hardy recently. Mm -hmm. That's a really good example of someone. I mean, I don't know if he's method or not, but he's an amazing, uh, he, he's always in his character. Always. Like, yeah. Because his characters are so completely different. Yeah. So uh, different there. It's hard to recognize them sometimes. Mm -hmm. I do now, but when I first was watching him in different things, I had no idea who he was. Yeah. Um, Warrior. That was the one for me when I saw that, I was like, I thought it was too, you know, it was Joel Egerton and, uh, Tom Hardy and, in, in, you know, kicking each other's butts in a ring, you know, doing, was it kickboxing or something like that? Uh -huh. MMA. Doing uh, MMA. And I thought it was two MMA fighters. So I was like, dude, these guys are good actors. And then I watched Bronson, don't even recognize him in Bronson. And, and then I kind of put the two together and I was like, holy cow, man, this guy is, you know, so. Yeah, I saw know. him in the Batman movie, um, Dark Knight Rises, mm -hmm. is that it? Yeah. And of course I didn't recognize him because mm -hmm. he's behind a mask, mm -hmm. which right, is another yeah. thing that, you know, there's not many actors that will do that, that will just right. be completely hidden mm -hmm. for an entire movie and not care at all. Uh, and then I saw him in the series he did, um, uh, 
Taboo. Yep. Taboo. Oh, and that's the first fantastic. time he looked like a person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's an actual person. Yeah. He's in Peaky Blinders too. And that's right. That. Peaky Blinders where yeah. again, he's a, he's, he's totally different. Yeah, yeah. He looks different. He talks different. Right. It, it's yeah. one of my favorite characters in Peaky Blinders. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I can't wait for the, uh, the, he's playing Al Capone oh, and they've just released oh. some makeup, uh, uh-huh. stills of it. And you know, it's when Al Capone had his, uh, what he had, syphilis? I think it was syphilis he had. So oh, I didn't know that. Messing up his face and mm-hmm. can't even tell it's, it's him. But I I predict he's going to win the Oscar. <laughs> we will. <laughs> That's an early prediction. Right? Well, uh, I think, I actually think without even seeing the movies, I think uh, Brad Pitt's going to win. Oh, that. For uh, one of the two movies. Yeah. Uh, what is he has a space one and yeah he has a one. space one oh, the, once upon a time in hollywood and, yeah. and the talk is that he's amazing in once upon a time in hollywood and the space one hasn't even come out yet and he's probably better than better in that one at least mm. in the previews it, it looks pretty interesting pretty interesting these people we look up to i know this nuts we can only bunch strive. of scrubs yeah. well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hacks. Hacks. Absolutely. <laughs> Phoning it in every time. Yeah. Those guys are, you know, good people to, I don't know, look up to. I, not in a personal way, but like mm-hmm. talent way. I, you know, I like to watch them and study them and try to notice when they're in the moment and try to kind of do the same thing for myself as far as being in the moment. You know, I feel like one is just, fun to pretend to be somebody else yeah you know yeah because <laughs> i'm not too it's just fun to be somebody else pretend you know mm-hmm. like be a kid for the rest of your life that's what i love about it i also like to make people think and feel you know uh as far as putting putting across messages or topics you know yeah i like to make people yeah. uncomfortable Sure, you know that, I really. There's nothing wrong. That. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's some of the best art of any kind mm. is when it makes people a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That, that's how you make people think. Yep. It's easy for me to know when I'm not in the moment because I think, "Am I in this?" Once your once your mind no. is, yep yep no yep once your mind is wandering, you're <laughs> off. You're not there. You're Oopsies. not there. You know? it's when the scene ends and you went oh crap did i say my life and what did i do yeah. That, yeah that's when you know you were you weren't thinking about it yeah not thinking about it so how did you get started acting uh, and how long have you been acting like have you acted your entire life n- well, well kind everyone of. has i mean yeah but- <laughs> i mean well once i saw um indiana jones and raiders of the lost ark oh interesting i was like that's what i want to do really i want to be that guy uh-huh right and the only and the only way I got to see, see these movies was when I would come here to, as I was living in Bend with my mom and okay. my dad lived here in Eugene, and uh, he had HBO because Bend at that time didn't have even cable. Like, oh, you know, interesting! Just, you know? So I would come okay. over, and he would be, like tape these because he had a VHS player mm-hmm. at the time too, which is like whoa, what you know, big deal at the time to have that. He had the cable, the the one that had the the little panel that you'd push the push the numbers on the for the digital or it wasn't even digital uh for the cable box it was just you would push buttons it had like 23 numbers i think for the different channels which was high tech back then 
Extremely. Yeah, totally. Extremely you know, and it had the wood, the wood finish on it, you know? Uh, but anyway, he would videotape the record. He recorded that. And then the other one that he recorded that really changed me was stand by me. Oh, interesting. And I thought, well, if I want to do that, be that be Indiana Jones, Harrison mm -hmm. Ford or whatever. Um, well, I know that I can do it because these kids are doing it and they're doing it very well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you watch River Phoenix and there's that monologue that he has where he's crying and he's, you know, saying he's not worth anything because of the, you know, he, the, the lunch lady stole the milk money and had a new sweater when he came back and everybody was blaming him and he was just crying and tears and snot and that sold me. I was just like, I want to do that. Yeah. He was, uh, he was ridiculously good for yeah. his yeah. age and mm -hmm. throughout his career, his very short career. Mm -hmm. That was bizarre. Yeah, it bizarre, was. Bizarre life, but yeah. That's Holly one of those just sheer talents. Yeah. Sheer talent. And so, you know, I'd play around you know, like any kid does, but I would always mm -hmm. be making movies or whatever. And uh, like my dad would run around in the backyard and we'd be making war movies with my cousins and no script, no nothing, just kind of, free-for-all, improv, Rambo, you know, whatever. Uh, then I got into high school and had to be cool. Oh, so, okay. You know, then. You couldn't be. So I had so to So you didn't want to hang out with the theater geeks? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I wanted yep. to, but it was like my last elective when I knew I wasn't going to get in the class. Uh-huh. You know, and then I, I quit band because I was, I played percussion uh, for a number, from sixth grade till I think my sophomore year. In high school, I played. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time to stick with that. That means you yeah. probably can read really well. Or actually, you can probably count really well. I can I can keep tempo. I know uh -huh. what a paradiddle is. You probably know what a rest is, too. Yeah. You did <laughs> percussion. One, There's two, a lot of rest. Rest. <laughs> rest. Cymbal. <laughs> bass. <laughs> the big bass drum. Yeah, so then I did a lot of sports and tried football, but I was way too small. I was like oh really? I was like 150 pounds when I graduated. But oh I, I, wow! I was I, 155. Yeah, you know, big guy. <laughs> 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 but I did track, and you know, I was pretty successful with that. And mm -hmm. but uh, then after that, it was well, I didn't think I was going to go to college. So between my junior and senior year, I joined the military and on the delayed entry program. And uh, in my senior year, I won state for the triple jump in track and then I was getting like all these letters and you know for for colleges all around the country and uh -huh. sorry wow. I, I joined the military and oh so they yeah. I see so you couldn't defer for another right. four years or whatever right I there's word out on the street that I could have maybe got out of the delayed entry program and mm -hmm. like not you know gone into the military but I don't know I don't know and I'm not going to try to change the path but yeah so then tough. I couldn't do any more acting for another five years because I was in the military for five years. So anyway, and I got out of the military, spent a year in California, Southern California working in the oil fields. And then, and then my stuff, my, my PTSD, but it was so, uh, social anxiety disorder at that time. Mm -hmm. So, so do you mean it which, wasn't called PTSD? Right. right yeah. I think. Okay. I, they didn't have that. Right. Yeah, they were yet. labeling it social were anxiety. Still. And, it started in uh, World War One with um, yeah shell, shell shock, shock right yeah, yeah. same thing mm -hmm. oh yeah, it's totally the same thing same thing yeah and uh and I moved back up here and 
anyway, around 2003, 2002-ish, I went to Lane and tried to go to school and freaked out. And uh, it took me about another year to to go again. And then I was like, I'm going to try this acting thing because I've always wanted to do it. Like, mm-hmm. It's always been what I wanted to do. I just kind of needed to get the guts to do it. Okay. And sure. took the classes, took, took <clears throat> one class at Lane and uh, stopped going to math class and stopped going to English class and only went to, and only went to, only went to theater. Theater. And, and, uh, so who was the theater? Who, like who, who was the class from? Anyone so you I took, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. I took um, improv and Shakespeare from Sparky Roberts. Okay. Judith. I know that name. Yeah. Um, she runs, she does the magical Moomba mm-hmm. at uh, the shed. And was Regazino still there when you were going to Lane? No. You remember? No. No. He was um, gone already. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I took the acting classes from Patrick Trelli. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for about four years. And I think in the last year I was kind of going for free. Patrick was letting me sit in. On oh, the nice. <laughs> nice. But it was, I was pretty much, you know, you got to go, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're done. <laughs> they were you done. <laughs> but yeah. Not going to learn anymore from the same class. Yeah. Again and again. Again, yeah. So I, then I went to uh, just kind of start. I think I got my first community theater gig at VLT, I think. is Yeah. VLT. And I think I did a did another one at Actors Cabaret. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I think the very last thing that I did was at a, a Northwest 10 performance at uh, OCT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when was that? About six, five, six years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a while ago. Oh, wow. So. But you've still been doing stuff. Mm, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, do you remember? I mean, I know you did stuff with Nick. You, uh, well, right? Didn't you do that, that this before that, Oof? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you did. Mm-mm. No. Oh. Um, let's see. Around 2004. Do you remember um, Trial by Fire Theater Works? No. Yeah, around in town. It was around I've, for like a year and a half, maybe two years. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I was, helped a lot with that. I was kind of the the carpenter, set builder, actor, mm-hmm. you know. Um, tried to get that going. We did a lot of good shows. I really liked it. It was a lot of more kind of raw guts theater. We did like Hurley Burley, you know, where we were kind of, sniffing cocaine on stage and you know little girls running around in lingerie and i was headbutting them and you know pulling guns and punching people and and then we did a hamlet you know where we did some sword fighting and that uh-huh. was that was fun awesome i've always wanted to do sword fighting oh it was fun yeah, yeah we that had, looks really fun so how did you you were sniffing cocaine on stage what? yeah well not really you know but what were you using? I, I've always wondered. It was. I can't remember what it was. It <laughs> was like a. It was a powder though. Hurt. It was a powder though. Because uh-huh. we were really, cl- you know, the, the audience is really close. Oh, okay. You so know, you like, had to do yeah. something. And I remember one time I, <laughs> I put a line down and because we would just go and go next to it, right, and then right. like dump it or whatever, right. And uh, I remember one time a little bit of that got into my nose and and I was trying not trying not to trying not to and the line, they were speaking over on the other side of the, mm-hmm. the stage and I couldn't help it finally it was just like ah, ah, but it worked it was, the audience was like yeah okay and I was like you know 
<laughs> Put, dip my fingers in the water and you yeah, know, oh yeah, sniff it That's up like my a nose. Real reaction. And, yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, I had to play it off like it was good thing I had done some. <laughs> good, did, you did the research. Yeah, totally. You did the research yeah, without even knowing without, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then so, and then that kind of tanked. That went just wasn't. It just it, it tanked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was no longer, and. uh Man, let's see here. That's so, a, that. That's bad. That dead pause there. That's that. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't well, want that on the on the thing. Right. And, I might. Um, I might so that. I got we'll a job. See. I I kind of had to get a job. Right? Uh-huh. So I started working at the Dairy Mart on Ninety Nine and Royal. Mm-hmm. And my grandma lived like right across the street from Fairfield uh, School, and I was staying there because she had just died. Oh, no. And so <clears throat> I asked my dad if I could stay there because I was home. I didn't have a place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got held up at work one day. Oh, no. Which is not oh, good. The dude was like, man. The, yeah, the dude's like, why don't you hand me, you know, give me a bag of money? And I was like, what? I can't hear. I don't understand what you're saying. You know, like, I don't work well with that kind of thing. I, I will. I will, like I will match you. I will match you. Uh-huh. You know, give me your money. And I was like, what? I don't understand what you're saying. He goes, do I need to write you a letter? And I pulled out my pen. I go, do you need a fucking pen? Oh. And then his friend was like, let's go. And I was, and then they left. And then I was shat my pants, you know? Uh-huh. And then, then uh, went home and had an anxiety attack. Cause I had to go to work the next day and oh slept for God, like, I bet. had like slept for like 17 hours. I blacked out. I don't remember what happened. And uh-huh. woke up the next morning and, uh, the phone was just loaded with messages, you know, and I was just, I just called, you know, from work and right. I called in, I, how much trouble am I in? Oh, well, no. they, they want me to fire you. So, because you got robbed? Because I didn't show up to work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's. And, hmm. Yeah, because I got robbed and whatever. And, and I didn't handle it correctly. You know, that kind of thing. It didn't hit, follow the protocol. Um, So I had $50. I was, got fired. The house got sold, had $50 in my pocket, and um, I think a week later, I got the decision the from the VA that I got my- You got benefits. My, my, yeah, I was getting mm-hmm. benefits, and uh, it was all back paid, and so I went from $50 to like within two weeks, I had $50,000 in oh, my pocket. So, okay. like, what do you do with that, you know, after years, 12 years of living hand to mouth? Like, right, just, right. You know what do you do? Whoa. So I, I decided to start my own film company and bought oh a, really bought a MacBook. You didn't buy a Chevelle. I bought no. my truck. <laughs> okay, should have <laughs> bought a nice she- truck. Nineteen seventy Chevelle Supersport <laughs> would be sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got my truck and then and you started a film company. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with Chris White, the the dude, the VR, the at Multiverse. Oh, yeah. Go to Multiverse. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris. The guy that kept spooking me out. Yeah. Freaking me out, Yeah, man. he is a weirdo. Oh, man, no. you're freaking me out. <laughs> and uh, this other guy, Michael Maruska. And then we had a couple other guys um, working with it, Jesse. Uh, and, you know, we tried to do that mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, and that just didn't work out. I I didn't know what I was doing business-wise. And probably smoking way too much pot and drinking too much beer to make a logical decision at any point in time and uh but we made a couple things and you know eventually everybody wanted to start getting paid out there them 
Oh man, you yeah, know that sucks. Like you're spending all your time, and you're not just going to donate it. And you're not on. just. I know. I you know. know so. Yeah, I'm that way sometimes. I feel like I should get paid, but yeah. So that when when oh, when, boy. when that went downhill, I just kind of got really super depressed. Oh, and bummer. thought you know two failures in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, and and as far as the theater goes, I felt guilty by association because of one of the owners, and I'm not going to name names, but um. So yeah, I, I got depressed project. for about a good five years, six years. I'm just kind of coming out of it now uh-huh. with the out of focus and and all that. That's kind of the first thing that I've really done in a while. And did you did you have any way to get help with depression, or did you just try and yeah, help yourself, I, or like yeah, I buckled I mean, and I went think, to the VA. Uh huh. That's not buckling. I know. That's not not buckling. It's not. No, No, I went, I I searched it out and then, and they had me on Prozac for a while, for a couple of years. Oh, they did. I was going to ask you if they gave you any stupid drugs. Yeah, they did. And, um, I, yeah, I've known lots of people who've gone through depression as I'm sure we both have. mm. And I don't know many people that were really helped by drugs. Um, unless they had a serious mental illness, like, uh, unless something was wrong with their brains. Like schizophrenia. Yeah. Like schizophrenia, um, manic depressive sometimes Mm. can't function if they're not on certain medications. Like they literally will ruin their life if they're not, Mm -hmm. you know, I've seen people, I've known people like that, that they will, you know, they'll run out in the streets naked. Um, but unfortunately, the the medicine they put them on puts them in the opposite corner yep. where they're just going to lie in bed and, and drink beer. Yeah, just yeah. zombie, which is mm-hmm. terrible. So um, it's hard for me to, yeah, a lot of those medicines, I think, are overprescribed and maybe don't do a lot. And yeah. what, what was your experience? Well, I remember the first day I took it, I was like, this is amazing. Uh-huh. I feel so uh-huh. much better, right? Right. And then it, yeah, and then it tapers out. off and you're normal, right? Normal, okay. In quotes, normal. But what got me was if I were to forget for a day or mm-hmm. two, the side effects that quickly and that intensely of not taking it, like my equilibrium would be all off. Oh, wow. And like when I would move my eyes back and forth, it would be like jittery. And Ooh. I could hear the click of the jitter in my head. Yikes. So I thought. You know, I just, I don't want something in my body that is going to make me feel like that if I don't take it. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's worse if I if I don't take it while I'm taking it, if, does that, if that makes any sense. If, I would rather deal with the anxiety not taking it at all. Okay. Like, I would rather. You'd rather try. And- like, like I am now, because I, uh-huh. I, I, I just went cold turkey. I just. Oh, you did? Yeah. I got really sick. And- when I went to Arizona one time, I got mm-hmm. really sick. I uh, had a lung infection. I probably shouldn't have flown home, but I did. Wow. So I was on antibiotics and I was in bed and I quit the Prozac. I quit drinking. I quit smoking weed and I quit smoking cigarettes all at the same time. Wow. I thought yeah, I, was, that, I, thought, I thought I was going to die. I bet. You know, laying in bed and just having these involuntary uh, body, like, uh-huh. you know, shaking. Spasms. Spa- yeah, so. spasms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was... I'm glad I did it. I'm, uh-huh. yeah, I don't, I won't ever take another medication again. I'll just deal with it. So that's, <clears throat> that's what you do now. You just try and yeah, kind of deal with it yourself yeah, in your mind. You no one. there's not, you haven't found anything uh, to replace medication. Meditation. Medi- 
Good. Meditation is the medication. Good. Meditation is a great medication. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. It's probably the best. It probably is. I mean, there's a lot of people around the world, as you probably know, that um, are 100% behind meditation. Mm -hmm. There's uh, there's kind of a movement now that adds hallucinogens to that. Yeah, that scares me. I don't know, which I understand. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it it should, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's a scary thing. But I've heard some very uh, some people that I wouldn't expect talk about the possible um, you know benefits of doing those together, and I was just mm. like, really wow, yeah, wow, that sounds intense. But yeah, I well, I always want to meditate more. I think meditation is a an incredible tool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like exercise and diet. It, yeah. you know the the more you can do that, super cleansing, the more it helps you. Yeah, you have a military yeah. buddy that I was in England with, and we. You got when I was in England, we, that was party. That 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 was the height of the party. Uh-huh. It was amazing. It was so much fun. I loved going to. It. I loved that. Anyway, his, my buddy Eric. He's now called the Singing Bull Guy. Shout out to Eric, Singing Bull Guy. He um, but he he was like the party or like, I wanted to be kind of like him as far as the party goes. Right. And then, right. And then work hard, you know, at work. But anyway. He, I got back, he lives in Bend now and, mm-hmm. um, I got back in touch with him and he came and visited and he's like, doesn't drink now. And he's completely opposite. He meditates and he does, he sells Tibetan singing bowls that he gets directly from Tibet. Oh, cool. And he actually does interesting performance, healing performances uh-huh. around you know, like he, sound healing. Yeah. He was at the Oregon country fair, but he was at on a different, he wasn't in the fair. He was kind of on the outskirts. Some of the, one of the other camps. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot there. And he gave me a. There's a, a lot at the. He fair. gave me a. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I worked the fair one year. Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw oh, that the juggling sticks. Anyway, uh-huh. he he gave me a uh, a bowl and I put it on my chest and you know you gong it and the vibrations go through your body and it sounds all you know woo woo. It is woo woo, but, but it, it's wo- you know, it probably work works. It work works. It, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Some woo woo like, works. It I, I'm totally not, works. I don't. I honestly don't believe in all woo woo, but I'm pretty woo woo at with a lot of things. I mean, yeah. uh, another friend of mine does um, healing, uh, sound healing stuff, mm. and he he's uh, yeah he was on the podcast. John, he did the music for the podcast. And John Griffin. Yeah, should have been a doctor. Should have. <laughs> that's right. Should have been a doctor, John. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. John. No nice. one's going to know what we're talking about for at least no, a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> it will come out. It will come out. <laughs> we are willing it to come out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I believe in no, the, the sound because everything works. is, you know, vibrational. Well, and there's a lot of science behind it oh, as well. I'm not sure but I yes, believe in the crystals, though. Everything is vibrational. I yeah. mean, I'm a drummer, so I know yeah. my. Well, I had my neighbor on the podcast, and he said that his plants grow better. Um, you can bet. see his plants out there. And, oh, he's not my neighbor. He lives like a mile or two away. Oops, I gave something away on the podcast. Oops. But that's okay. No one listens. Anyway, he says his plants, <laughs> his tomato plants. Oh. 
His tomato uh-huh. plants grow much better. Yeah. So um, well, it is legal. Yeah, I'm going to do. It is. It's true. I just am yeah. still paranoid about old it because I'm old. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I am more paranoid about someone, you know, mm-hmm. wanting it. But at this point, if they can't get it, where do they live? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who are they pissing <laughs> off that they're not being given yeah. <laughs> given a bag a week or something? Yeah, I went to help somebody oh, move, and my and, god, and they I got a I left with an ounce and a half uh-huh. of homegrown, oh, and that's yeah. That's homegrown. Yeah. Not what homegrown used to mean. No. You know, when I was a kid, when I was first buying it in my teens, homegrown was like the worst. It was just oh, like yeah. the crappiest headache. You know what you're doing? You know, you know it was yeah. terrible. And now it means it's completely different meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Whole different thing. Yeah. It's, it is nearly hallucinogenic. And I understand, I haven't... Um, I haven't experimented a lot, but I understand some of the edibles are actually a mild hallucinogen because oh, the stuff is so I can't. powerful. But, oh, I got off on a tangent yeah. there. I, I can't I eat even, them. It takes too yeah. long. I like that immediate. Oh, you like yeah, immediate. Because if I don't boom. feel it right away, I'm just going to eat more. And then, oh, and you then know then what I mean? Yep, I do. And then you're like, whoops, yeah. that, that did work. And I'm sitting in a gutter playing yeah. with the flower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last time I did some edibles, it, it came on pretty quick. <clears throat> I think it was candy bars or something, mm. and it didn't take long. Didn't take long at all. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> plenty around to to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every corner now. <laughs> yeah, there's a true. store uh, or two. Yeah, or two. I noticed there. They have a lot of them real close by. We have one of the best ones just just around the corner here. Supposedly, Eugene Weekly says. Oh yeah, Moss Crossing is like oh, really? four blocks away. Oh, I go to. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shoot, now I can't remember. I go there a lot, you can tell. Yeah? <laughs> no. I, I just go in them to look because I think they're so cool, but it, yeah. it's too expensive. Like, mm. I'd rather get the stuff people give me. <laughs> sweet Tree, I think is the way. Oh, Sweet Tree. Sweet Tree Farms down uh-huh. there. Yeah, I, we, I go there. They have a they have a little section that's discounted. Oh, that's nice. So it's a little cheaper. Well, and actually, Plus I get they... a military discount. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. It is good. Everyone should give military discounts. I, I think. think so. Yeah. And then some people are like, who, what, you know, why, just because you, you know, served a country, blah, blah, blah. Just because you <laughs> served your country. And then I say, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, oh, there's a couple of things. I, hmm. I do have some, uh, okay, yeah, I have some subjects the and they're not questions at all. Um, okay. Aliens. You said you like yeah. aliens. Oh man! Yeah. So you like them? Like you like all the all the crazy stuff about them, or you actually like aliens? You've hugged a few. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I love the possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've never seen one. Well, not an alien. I've when I was a kid, I was in the in band. I was in the backyard at, at having a sleepover at my friend's house, and ironically, his name was Ryan too. And we were laying outside on the on the porch, looking up at the sky, and you know we saw this. We what we thought was a satellite, mm-hmm. you know, amongst the stars in the summertime, and so it was coming across the sky, and you know, just just like a, a satellite would, until it just stopped. Oh man! And then it took a ninety degree. Wow! Took off, and we both kind of looked at each other, freaked out, and went back inside, and played Mario three, I think, or uh-huh. something. But. Um, that was like the first kind of thing that had ever happened. It's funny because Nick Pemble was asking me last night about if I had ever had uh, uh, sleep paralysis. 
Because I know that's kind of a thing for visitations that, oh. that people have. Is And there was a time, in fact, right down here on the apartments in, on Polk that I was mm-hmm. telling you about, uh, there was a night where I kind of, I woke up and I, I couldn't move. And the window into the bedroom was shining orange and I, I don't, and just outside was the parking lot. And so it wasn't red. It wasn't, it was orange like the, like this uh-huh. like and the light. very bright in the, when I say this, I mean it like a salt, it's a salt rock on an orange tablecloth um, in the was, castle, in the it's castle. Like- yeah. <laughs> and, uh, coming through the room and i couldn't move and it was like and it was bright it wasn't it was brighter than than a car for sure and it couldn't have been it wasn't amber it was orange Mm -hmm. and then black it went black and then i I woke up in the the next morning i don't remember like what if anything happened or anything like that right but you remember that yeah and there's another i guess we're gonna i sound really crazy right now but yeah, it depends, you know, it depends it's who's like, listening. Yeah. Uh, you know, so <laughs> or, I, I, I subscribe to Gaia or I used to, I kind of, I quit my subscription just for financial reasons, but mm-hmm. there's a show on there called uh, cosmic disclosure. Okay. And one of the guys on there who has had apparently according to him dealt with aliens, uh, says that the message that they want to bring across is excuse me um to just to love each other you know to bring our 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 awareness and our self to to just love everyone you know love love it, mm-hmm. and it, you know the buddy getting to the point here is that meditation is a gateway to connect with them interesting and That's lucid interesting. dreaming is one of those things that you can do i can mm-hmm. lucid i can lucid dream so, um, now is that something that's very interesting to me but keep mm-hmm. going so there's one that. night that i was having this dream and i started to control it and make decisions and it, now this really sounds crazy but i was in the ocean and i got connected not like physically connected but to a whale and like the whale was going through the water if it went down i went down with it right uh-huh and so uh-huh. it, it was like kind of testing me as far as depth goes and then it just went way deep, way deep. And then I could like, I could like not breathe and it was getting really scary. And like, I felt like I was being tested for something. Like, I don't know what, like an exp- to like go out in space or to go maybe into one of those under what they think are underwater bases down in the ocean, the mm-hmm. bottom of the ocean. I don't think I passed. But you knew, but- <laughs> it, was a, you knew it was a dream, yeah, Isn't so it's like was it was was it a dream or was it an actual thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know if. Well, that's how dreams are anyway. It's yeah. like we don't. That's something that um, no one seems to know much about. Right. It's like what what is a dream? What is your consciousness mm-hmm. doing when you're dreaming? Your brain they can see on brain scans what your brain's doing. Yeah, but what but is they that? Have, what is that? Yeah, they have no idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all we know, that is just as real as as this world. Right. Well, they say when you visualize something, your body react, your brain and body reacts in the same way that you're actually doing it. Oh, right. Well, and that's, I mean, you know a lot about that because you have anxiety. I mean, we all have anxiety. I mean, that's, that's what anxiety is. It's your mm, brain mm -hmm. saying there's something going on that's, that's maybe not physically going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, 
it happens with a, a lot of things. And every all of us get this. You know, we yeah. worry about something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Our brain is is go, is actually going into to the uh, a little bit of the fight or flight mode. Right. It's it's starting to set off stuff that is completely unnecessary. But then it's hard to stop, and mm. you know, then it, and it can just all of us have this where it can just pile on and pile mm. on and pile on, and, and then it manifests in your and, body, and then it will that too, yeah, yes. Yeah, with I mean that and muscle tension, I get muscle I get tension, back all, all kinds time. of pains. I have constant back pain that is, uh, you know, yeah, that's probably a lot of that is from anxiety. It, it can be from a lot of different things. No one can find like physically what it is. Right. Um, they can explain what it might be, but another thing about our body is they there's a lot of things they can't see unless they cut you open. Right. Like you, great you know, example. They literally would, can't see yeah. what's under the skin. Yep. I went to the ER a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And well, I oh, went really? to urgent care because my I have this recurring bowel thing or something mm-hmm. with my intestines. It feels like they're burning. My belly button hurts and stuff like that. Anyway, I went to the and she said, Yeah. Um well, I, and I had high blood pressure and uh-huh. You know, abdominal pain is kind of a serious indicator, you know, so she was like, you know, you need to go to the ER. Uh And uh, she was like, I can't see with my x-ray vision, you know, what's going on in there. And so I went to the ER and four hours there with, you know, waiting for for the, the tests to come back. And they came back unremarkable, they said. So basically, they don't know what it is. Right. Or why they hurt, you know, or anything like that. And. Like, don't come back again unless you're crap and blood or, you know. Yeah, and that, yeah. You know, so. And that sucks, too, because, you know. Maybe it's not, maybe it is anxiety, but maybe it's something actually going on and right. they won't find it till it's more serious, which is really scary. I mean, I hear these stories all the time where mm-hmm. people have problems and they go to the dog, no, we don't see anything. And, yep. you know, a year later they say, oh, wait. Yeah. You have a very rare form of cancer. But right, no, exactly. Not. <laughs> well, my T-cells are good. That was the only thing I was worried about. Well, okay. I was like, as long as my T-cells are fine, I don't really care. Right. You know, so. Well, and you've been, uh, you've been doing some extreme exercise, right? I did it for three days. Oh, three days. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that can cause all kinds of things to happen. When yeah, well, yeah, it destroyed my quads started. and I couldn't walk for about a week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well there's one example. Yeah. You know, but that's what you get for sitting on the couch and drinking beer for six years and eating pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you deserve it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So well, I'm going to go back on Monday. You are? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That That's definitely an extreme way to start exercising, I have to say, but... Yeah. Keep it up, man. Yeah. Well, it's kind of my you gig. Like it. I don't know. It's my gig. Yeah, I it's like it. It's your thing. You, know, you I used like to, intense I, stuff. I used to work out or yeah. bodybuild in the military. I was. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I saw pictures of you back then. I thought you might have lifted a weight. Yeah, I lifted a couple. You might have lifted a weight or two. Yeah, I thought did it you? would benefit me in the construction field, so. Uh-huh. Well, And then I got yeah. addicted to it and, you know, then started, I was trying to break 200 pounds, being you know, all ripped and stuff like that, and. Could never do it. Oh, break two hundred pounds of body weight. Body weight, trying like, to get yeah, over trying to gain yeah. to be. Wow, yeah, you know, that'd be huge. Yeah, it was. That that'd was, be huge. Yeah. I um, I used to. I, eat a I used to do a little weightlifting, and I studied a lot of. Uh, not really study. I mean, yeah, I've studied a lot of kind of bodybuilding and exercise and things like that. And a lot of the people you see, especially the fitness stars of today, that that are completely ripped and they look massive, they're not very big. Like someone your height would oh, right. be they're 185. They're, they're just solid defined. muscle. Yeah. They're just, yeah. well, and they, that's a lot yeah. of, if you're all muscle, yeah, you, it doesn't weigh much. You know, if you have no fat on you, yeah. 
you don't weigh very much. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it doesn't weigh, it's, you're not nearly as heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you if you were at uh, 185 and sheer muscle, you would look huge. Right. You would look massive. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've, I went, I've know. gone down, I've uh, lost a couple belt loops or belt notches. Uh, well, awesome. Went down a couple, but uh-huh. I'm still at like 220. I'm always uh, struggling with being in between. Like I've worked for years to lose weight, and the only good thing is I haven't gained a lot of weight. <laughs> I, have slowly, <laughs> I slowly lost a little, but mm-hmm. I also, you know, I haven't been able to exercise because of uh, now I'm just paranoid that I'm going to hurt myself again. Even, right. You know, I was too. I, I went through extreme pain for a long time, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to – I'm just paranoid, basically – so everything I've done is, is diet, and that's mm-hmm. why I've read a lot of stuff. I mean, the yeah. you know, in reality, fitness is ninety percent diet. I mean, Absolutely, you, you know, you've got to exercise. Yep. But if you want to look like these, uh, well, Hollywood stars, for instance, mm-hmm. a, a lot of that is diet, and, and they go up. I mean, they go up and down in weight all the time for different mm-hmm. roles, which I would love to and do. Everything they do is. Is diet based. Yep. It's just they are extremely. It's part of the discipline right. of acting. They're yeah. extremely disciplined. Yeah. I've not that, found that discipline yet. Now, when I still might, when we, <laughs> when we <laughs> not giving up, when we were doing Shakespeare and had the sword fight, we had the the choreographer come in, uh-huh. and he's he does combat choreography around the area here mm-hmm. with swords and guns and stuff like that. But he said the if you want to be an actor, you need to get in shape because you because oh you yes. never know. When you're going to need to do something, you and, know, and, run or whatever. Yeah. And it's true. It's absolutely true. And, and if you're doing theater and you're doing something really intense for two or three hours on a go, it doesn't matter what you you're are doing. going to be tired. It doesn't like, matter what you do. It doing. will wipe you out. You do, you do a theater play that that's people sitting and talking. Mm-hmm. It's physical because it's not you. It's, you know, you're, yeah. you're taking on a different character. Um, in most cases, you take on different physicality, even if you're not trying to, mm-hmm. you will. And it, yeah, acting, any kind of acting is very physical, but um, it, 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 especially comedy acting, uh, you know, pratfalls hurt. Oh, uh, and man. Doing, yeah, doing yeah. all kinds of comedy stuff. Um, Nick's been really uh, generous with the fact that I'm injured and trying not to, you know, mm-hmm. make me run into too many walls and stuff. But um, right. Comedy is just... Is that a, is that a slide just, at me? Co- no. <laughs> no. So I ran into that wall no. the other day. <laughs> oh, I probably didn't even remember that. Oh, I you walked ran right, into right into the door. Oh. Yeah. oh I, don't think, I don't know if anybody else was there. Maybe yeah, you were, you're right by in. yourself. Don't worry about it. Was, it was going to be an it, awesome exit. <laughs> and oh, there's a the door, door. There's a door frame right there. Oh, right. So that will be an awesome exit. That's the kind of exit that Ryan needs. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Joel. So you, interesting story. In, in this little show that we're doing, you're my brother, mm-hmm. my younger brother? No. Older brother. Well, no. What? That was the joke in one of the first episodes. Is oh. I say something about how everyone thinks he's younger, but he's older than me. And I, it's like we're, yeah, we're bar- we're really close. Okay. We're, we're very in, close. In real life, in my, ha- life. my half-brother, in real life, my half-brother's name is Joel. Oh yeah, and we don't get along. And you don't get along. Yeah, like so I'm, you have I haven't spoken of, to him in a few years. Oh, so. So you have easy motivation. Oh, it's easy. I hate easy, you. You're easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like I, that. I don't like to bring that into me. real life. But the character is the character, and uh-huh. you know, yeah, I don't like to be perceived as. I'm always playing the asshole. Are you? Yes, I'm always an arrogant son of a bitch. You're- 
<laughs> and I'm like, and then at like sometimes. But isn't it fun? Yes. Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> true. It's absolutely fun it's because true. what a healthier way to get those feelings get out. Those, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Which is therapy. It's there. Well, that's what I like about acting because for me, acting is very therapeutic. Yeah. Extremely. I mean, um, in a lot of different ways. It, it, you're forced to be around other people. You're often forced to get along with other people, which is not something we will necessarily do. Even at work, you're not, you don't have to get along with your coworkers all the time. It's, it's not always a necessity, but um, when you're acting, you, you kind of got to get along with the other people if it's going to mm-hmm. work. Yeah. You need to get along with your, the fellow actors. You really need to get along with the crew. Yeah. Um, oh, they can mess it, you up. They can just mess like you that. up. I mean, all they have yeah. to do is mis- they- <laughs> misplace a prop. <laughs> exactly. You're screwed. Whether it's theater or yeah. film, whatever you're doing, short films. So that's good. And then the therapy part is um, not just being another person, but uh, I am extremely uh, closed off a lot of times. The it's the podcast is good for this too. That I, I go on and, and talk as as if I'm an open person, but. It's a lie. And so mm. um, emotionally, I intend to be pretty closed off. So that's what acting, I think, is is amazing for is that it's about uh, accessing emotion. That's what yeah. acting is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's very much like therapy that way. As yeah. far as I've never done therapy, but as far as I know, it's about accessing uh, emotion. And so acting is, I think it's great therapy. Yeah. I think you nailed it right on the head. You said you never done therapy. <clears throat> I have. Mm-hmm. And, but I did, uh, theater first. Right. So I went to th- right. theater classes and yeah. all that before I went to, to therapy, everything that they suggested in therapy, i had already learned in theater in theater and doing, here's a here's a breathing here's a breathing technique and i'm like oh yeah i know that one uh-huh here's a uh-huh. stretching technique oh the sunset yeah okay i got, got you i did the yoga thing here's meditation oh yeah i know how to do that da, da, da. i learned it in theater and acting it really it acting is one of the best things that ever that i've ever done it was i think it was one of the best decisions for me and mm-hmm. i didn't realize why at the time um until i went to theater or i went to, until to, you went therapy. to therapy so, yeah that that's, and I was like, wow, that so is exactly, exactly, it is, it uh-huh. is, it's a, and people don't realize that the lay person, the audience member that doesn't act, that just enjoys it. They don't understand how important and life-changing it can be. And even, and even actors don't, like you're maybe saying, not. you don't realize that when you yeah. start off doing it and, um. Whew, yeah, I mean, there's there are people out there doing acting as therapy now. That's mm-hmm. that's like a a thing I've yeah, heard of that yeah. they they teach acting classes, not just to be well. They teach acting classes for therapy. They teach a lot of uh, executives are mm-hmm. taking acting classes to learn all acting techniques. Mm-hmm. You know, to use in the workplace, and um, there's different different things. Um, I think improv is yeah. a great one for like the salesman. And mm-hmm. you know people like that. Um, That's something I w- I should really do more of improv. It was I mean, you know what yesterday cool was the first improv that I've done, and mm-hmm. you know again like I say six years, and um, we all we all have those the fear of like doing something new, and meeting new people, and doing it in an environment where we're going to be vulnerable and opening up, you know, or just expressing and opening up a little bit. Right. But you know what? Right. Every single person there was welcoming and generous and if if i 
there was a one time that I didn't feel comfortable doing something. Uh, oh, singing like a cat because I just I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> think of a damn song. Of <laughs> I listened to music all the time. I couldn't uh-huh. think of a damn song. Meow 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 meow. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was okay. Like it was fine. And that, that eased me into it, settled me into it. And we finally did some other stuff, like a three minute scene that was just all improv. And, uh, sweet. And that, it was that's, amazing. It was, it was so yeah, much fun. Awesome. Yeah. I've always thought I, improv would be, it looks you should, fun. You should, I should do it. Man. Yeah, I yeah. should. I should come, yeah. come do that because yeah. it's also like the best acting exercises you can have. It's great for know. exploration. It's, yeah. Of the scene for, you know, right. And I've done I've I've done that I've done improv mm. in the midst of productions yeah. you know all kinds of different productions which I think a director's really missing out if they don't do that mm-hmm. you know you you should always if you can if you've got the time have mm-hmm. your actors improv scenes and and then go back to the lines if you need to you know right. most plays have lines and they want you to read them. But yeah. it, it's those authors. They're all well, weird you can, about that. There's so many different but. things you can do with the improv with that. Like you could yeah. do, the, you could have the lines scripted. Like I do it at home. Like when I'm uh, trying to memorize lines for a show, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll do the lines in as many different uh, places and in, uh, instances that I can. Like washing the dishes, and I'll you know be do, going through the lines washing the dishes as if I'm washing the dishes in the scene. You know, which it probably isn't happening, or I'll right. do it. You know, vacuuming or whatever, mm-hmm. just so that I can. Because you'll discover different ways of saying something, saying a That's line, true. and you'll find the meanings. You know, yeah, in it, and you talking to me, yeah, exactly. And if you, you say talking it, to me, exactly, if you say you things, talking to me, talking to you, you know what that was? You know where that came out of? He was rehearsing. No way. Yep. That's nice. He was rehearsing. And the director's like, that's fucking amazing. Can you, we're going to yeah. shoot this now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a rehearsal. So I wouldn't that, even, I he wouldn't was even... doing the acting exercise. That's great. Isn't it? It's beautiful. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. yeah. That's acting. So improv. Yeah. I do the same thing. When I, I do weird things with lines, I say them in ways um, that I'm never going to say them. That's great too. It's like, I've got to yeah. get this ridiculous way mm-hmm. to say this out of yeah. my head. Yeah. I've got, it's got to get this out here. Yeah. You know, like, like accents like, or hello, Mr. Smith. Hey, Mr. Smith. Right. You know, I got to get this, the weird, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. weird shit out there. Yeah. So I can say it properly and, and not be like a valley, like a valley girl. Or, it's like, yeah, I just, however. it's like I'm the, the, the possessed part of me has to, <laughs> has yeah, to get yeah. it out some weird yeah. way. Now, I do that almost anytime I have lines, mm-hmm. um, especially when I get sides, I will, you know, as I'm memorizing signs, I will read them a lot of just really stupid ways mm-hmm. just to get it off my chest. Yeah. And uh, sometimes ac- other actors, I've done it in the, uh, going, you know, when you're going back and forth to learn lines, uh, and other actors will look at me like, what are you doing? But I'm just, <laughs> just yeah. messing around. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of improv, uh, like during the, around. during the take though, mm-hmm. or on stage. Some people like to, change the, you know change things up oh change yeah you know during yeah. the show without telling without you and i've personally i think that's so disrespectful mm-hmm. i'm kind of i would a, never do yeah. that to you i would never throw you for a loop on stage because oh right you know what i'm saying like, like when you're rubbing your balls right oh well see 
I gave you four. I, I gave to. you warning about that. You know, you kind of I, I, I said, you know, I told I. I would never. But, yeah. And, and the reason that I would never do that is because I would never want you to do that mm. to me because uh-huh. I, because I'm not real secure in my abilities to to fix it. To fix it. Oh, I. You see. know what I mean. See, I'm always. I I'm the I'm kind of the other side of that in that I'm always sort of ad libbing. I mean. um I said this on my last podcast with Paul. I mm-hmm. I don't want to. I mean, I and I've worked with. I know this is a different way to do it. Some people like have every. Um, I think this is the Mammet way. You literally have everything planned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every twitch. Every yeah. you know every little thing is it's planned out. It's this is how you're going to do it. And um, for me, I'm a little more. Um, I want to be in it. As I want to. I'll, I'll say the lines you know that i need to say or mm-hmm. i'll certainly try and uh i yeah I, i'm more about getting into that character and and coming in and you know when i've done plays it's still going to be real like the other actors might not even know that that's what's going on um but for me it's got like my character has to be there mm-hmm. so uh, nobody says the same words the same way every night no never no. It doesn't happen. We try. Now, we try. I try to. So but, you know. yeah, but it, it's like in real life. I mean, you. Oh yeah. You're never going to say hi, honey, the same way right. the next night. Mm-hmm. So it, that's just kind of something I I try to do. I feel st- like I, I feel like it's not going to work if I'm get, if I'm doing the exact same thing every time. Mm. Like it won't sound natural unless I'm. You I know, see what you're saying. A little more natural. So yeah, right, yeah. it's not really improv. It's just not. Like every every speech is not going to be planned out. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, I, yeah. Maybe I misspoke a little bit about on that, but like I try to, you know, the I don't know, the, keep the blocking or like I'm not going to. Well, I'm definitely not going to walk. I'm not going to try. I'm going to gonna come in on the wrong loop, side of the stage. I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. I do know what you mean, and I do yeah. know. I do know that's another technique. Is that actors will try and do that? They'll try and sh- yeah. shake things no. up. And especially I, on stage, no, you're right. That's rude. In have, in yeah. filming, it's almost like, well, if it doesn't work, screw it. We'll yeah, fix it. Yeah, that's a different. You know, that's a different. That's thing. a different animal. And it's but like either screw, way, both of those, both of that, the the improv comes in where it's fine if we're when we're rehearsing to do that. Right. You know. And, right. And even if during the run of the show, we can be rehearsing and and be like, you know, let's try let's try something because that's just not quite working or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, with the director's permission, you know, to change it, throw that in there. Right. Well, and some directors are extremely generous about your changes. Like when I mispronounced the word um, the other day and uh, um, yeah, my very first monologue, I mispronounced uh, virtual reality and I was just going to try it that way once. I just mm-hmm. thought I would try it that way once. And sure enough, he, you know, he loved it. So he actually made um hunter react to it okay is nice, that, like nice. how annoying is that yeah. he can't even he doesn't even know what he's doing <laughs> so yeah it can yeah. work on film but, i like to do the same thing the same way um every time just for the editor's sake well yes and you've done continuity directing and, and editing no. and stuff and and um, I'm surprised sometimes that I'm allowed to get away with so many things because it, it's true. When you're editing, I, you know, I don't know how you do it when every take is different. It's it's like, come on, yeah. You want some consistency 
you might want to use your your audio from the last take right for this take yeah because the audio from the last take might so yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely more important on film to try and get a little closer <laughs> not be totally out there uh oh you're also into photography yeah i like to uh, I like, like to shoot stuff uh-huh you like to shoot things <laughs> <laughs> and then return them back to the wild uh-huh <laughs> shoot, shoot and release like my child shoot and release <laughs> I, like to, I like to shoot him uh, oh I bet well yeah that's fun yeah. that's yeah. fun especially when he's missing teeth already uh-huh. so, how old is he? eight he's eight? yeah yeah he'll be nine in December wow that's amazing huh? yeah it, I can't imagine man little totally changed there. me yeah. did it? Oh, well absolutely. everyone says that when they you have know, a kid made me you know reanalyze myself mm -hmm. you know because i know that he is going to observe and absorb every single thing that i do right whether i realize right. he's watching or not he they're watching you and they're listening to you yeah right so yeah. that made me realize like how am i going to be as a friend how am i going to be as a son mm -hmm. an uncle or how am i going to be with strangers in certain right. situations when right. he's with me, you know, the, and the answer for me is the best that I can be. Yeah. You know? That's all. And it's to, awesome to, to make, to have that. yeah, to make every, try to make every situation as positive as, as it can be. Right. You know, sure. You have to stick, stick up for yourself in some, you know, or whatever, but there's ways to do that. That's not abusive. Right. I think. Oh yeah. But you know, I, I like it. I like having a kid. That's, cool, <laughs> That's good. It's cool. That's a good thing. Yeah. And I'm also working out losing weight so that I can play around with him. Uh huh. And he, he likes to do. He wants to be a stunt man. Oh, does he? Yeah. So oh, that's um, awesome. So we wow. we were you know shooting little little film clips on my 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 phone because mm -hmm. I have like a little little editor, little film editor, real basic film editor. <clears throat> and he was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna film you now, and so. I, he was filming me, and I he had me roll across the the couch or whatever, and, and my shirt came up, and my big oh, and my, my big old belly oh, came out, man. and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I'll do the shooting from now on, and then in the back of my mind, and when you get home, you're going to start exercising and and losing weight, Mister. Holy moly, dude! Wow, like, not uh, not happy with that. Watch a few John Goodman films, you'll get over <laughs> that. <laughs> get right over that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roseanne, man, yeah, he's a good actor Raising too. Arizona. I like him. He's oh a, yeah, he's an amazing. I think he's an amazing actor. Yeah. He, he's another character actor, but mm. um, you always believe him. He's a very believable character mm. actor. He's done a lot of comedy. Well, he's done a lot of everything. There's a yeah, Cloverfield. A good one. Yeah, one that he did. It's true. He just did it. Now I forget the name of it. No, he was um, in, where he's underground. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the survivalist the one. survivalist one and you yeah. you don't know you have no idea what's going on there yeah. you, you're wondering is he total freak and he kidnapped these kids or, yeah. or is yeah. he, or is he tell the truth yeah. like what is happening and he's dad he that was i think the first thing i've seen him in that he was scary that he's trying mm. yeah and he's of course he's good at it oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you you play guitar put some stuff up on youtube but yeah, I, I I play a little bit. I taught myself to play guitar. I can't read music. Mm -hmm. 
at all. Oh, really? No. <laughs> wow, all that time playing I, percussion and you didn't learn to read music? No. I thought, yeah. Yeah, once we got to the timpani, once we got to the timpani and it was like changing notes, I was like, fuck this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was out You're of there. You just learned to read I was uh, like, uh, rests and whole notes and half yeah. notes. I, but like no, I said, really, no good, really good at the paradiddle. No notes, yep. Paradiddle, yeah. paradiddle. Yeah. I can roll really good. Yeah? Do, yeah, kind of. It helps when you learn that um, young, I think. Yeah. I think it helps when you learn that really young. Yeah. My, um, my son's mom's brother taught me the basic chords Mm -hmm. when we were living in Southern California in Ventura. We were living in a little beach house, the three of us. And he kind of taught me the basic chords. And one Christmas, um, my mom bought my brother and I a guitar and the deal was also a year's worth of uh, classes lessons and i didn't take the classes i just was messing around with it and you know looking stuff up and basically i just kind of discovered what sounds good together and nice. and for me it's nice. just like shapes of with my fingers and oh, they and they kind of just dance around and uh-huh. make well it sounds like you stuff. work on it though i've, I've heard yeah you play. yeah I've, i mean yeah. I, I try to practice i wasn't there was a time where i was practicing like you know, really a lot. And I recorded a few, I think I had a CD where I was recorded. I recorded like 12 songs. Oh, wow. But, uh, my, you know, the, the hard drive died and, Uh or crashed and, and I I let somebody borrow the CD, Uh borrow the CD, never do that if you don't have a replacement. So the whole thing was gone. Right. And yeah, songs with lyrics and Mm -hmm. that I was singing and, well, that the gunman video that I showed you that's on my or that's on my thing, um, that all that guitar music is, uh, me mm-hmm. recording and doing the whistles and stuff. And yeah, I recently got the that Tonewood amp and put it onto my my acoustic, and so I'm trying to get back into it again as much as I can. Uh huh. That's good for you yeah. too. Uh, I think I really like it. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. It's good therapy, right? Mm-hmm. It's nice, yeah. It's like your fingers hurt. So <laughs> getting my calluses back right now. So. That's why I never got into guitar. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't see yeah. pressing, you know, pr- getting those little teeny strings right. and pushing them into your fingers and oh man, I mean, you know, and there's yeah. you, you can't hit them. Well, you know that you, research. If you hit the guitar, that just doesn't sound very good. Well, you can t- do the tapping it. and stuff. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's not a, the same. There's a dude Morph M O R F. He's a he's an English bus, buck busker. Oh, okay. He's on Instagram Morph Music, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of the tapping kind of music and uh, really, really great. Yeah, it's it's so I do a lot of the what they call lift off tap. I don't know what it right. is. Like, right, I just hit the string. Whatever it is, yeah, make it, it works. It works. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be trained <laughs> so, to make music. <clears throat> a week or so? No, it was more than a week ago. You were posting a bunch about atheism. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> were you like pissed off at somebody, Beard, or you just alcohol uh, said you alcohol? should post That's this? Funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's true, though. I, alcohol. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so alcohol you, you told totally you you were an atheist. This. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am an atheist. It just said, you know, go ahead and share that abundantly that more than you should. Yeah. No, I, uh, 
I grew up with a lot of forced religion on me. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, that might have turned me into an atheist. I, yeah. I was lucky, and, really lucky that way. My parents were very open. You know, very open. why should I be fearing God? You know? <laughs> yeah, well, that, you know, why should I be afraid right. of somebody that loves me so much? And then it, it just kind of turned into like, you know, it, it's, it's pretty much the quintessential abusive relationship. You know, you're going to love me with, without question, you know, or you're going to go to hell and burn forever. I will torture you forever. Well, I won't, but my buddy will. My buddy. My, <laughs> you a, know, it's a fallen angel. Or you something, know? Yeah. It? He was yeah. Like, so something just, like this. I don't, I don't know that much about. They're just, it's so hypocritical traditional to Christian in, in my thought. mind. But uh-huh. I just don't see it's blackmail. Really? That particular type of religion you know, is blackmail, like, sure. Yeah, and I don't sure. really subscribe to the, the whole send money to Oh, you don't send money church. to Joel Olstein? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, why not? Yeah. It's a good yeah, message. Could be it's a good message, right? Yeah, it's a good message. Yeah. Give me money or you'll Just go to hell. And all will be fine. God needs a yeah. golden throne. Mm. You know, the Pope needs to sit on a golden throne and tell you to, oh, to yeah. feed the, the poor. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Believe what you want, man. If, as long as you're not an asshole, I really don't care. <laughs> you know? That's what I think. No atheist actually. ever stoned a non or a non-believer for not believing. You know? Right. Right. I think I know what you're saying. An atheist never stoned anybody to death. <laughs> Uh, for not agreeing for with not them. agreeing with atheism yeah, yeah. for whatever they believe, or whatever period yeah you know so you had a, a strict upbringing religious like what kind not of really, it's really strict um my my grandma here in eugene she was a lutheran mm-hmm. so uh it was very like at christmas time we had to read passages from the or read a passage from the bible and we would pray, you know, you know, just pray before a, a dinner. But I remember one time I was, you know, how old was I? Like eight or something. And we prayed and I don't know, the devil must have come inside me because <laughs> I threw a fit, man. And I was oh, like, really? I was not going to pray. At eight o'clock? Not doing it. I mean, it. eight years old. Yeah. I eight was like, o'clock. no, I'm done. Out of here. Interesting. A fit. So early on you figured out that that wasn't a yeah. good thing for you. Yeah. And then yeah. my early teens, my mom was like searching for, she was, you know, certain pretty sure she was doing a spiritual search mm-hmm. and she uh, got involved with the Jehovah's Witnesses. And uh, so I studied with them for about two years, you know, just cause mom wow. was doing it. So I was interested you know, when you were a teenager. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, quickly yeah. realized that, you know, I didn't like it. I, mm-hmm. I, I just didn't understand what? why we should fear this guy. This, yeah. Those are extreme. You know what I mean? Like, that's an extreme religion it seems to me oh it is very extreme much. Religion. yeah and uh yeah there was a i was she i just decided i wasn't gonna go to to the meeting or whatever they call mm-hmm. them meetings oh do they i wasn't gonna go to the meeting on they sunday try and hide it by calling and, it a uh, meeting yeah. it's not a service and, uh, it's a meeting right and uh she was like you're gonna wow. go or you're not going to hawaii we had this this trip to hawaii plan to go uh-huh. visit my uncle that lived there he was stationed there he was in the navy oh okay and uh we were going to do scuba, get scuba certified and go over there and do all this stuff. And I, because I didn't go to, didn't want to go to church one day. Oh man. And, uh, I 
That she, is. That, she said you're not going to Hawaii. Blackmail. She's oh, like you're not sucks. going to Hawaii. Right. And so I punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> Early teens, like I'm not. What? I'm not. Fuck this church thing. Right. You know, it's basically right. like, and I've just never. It has never agreed with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just it. I mean, I don't. I really don't care what anybody believes. It's you know, it's not for me. Uh, but you know, don't get mad at me for saying I don't agree with you. You know, which happens a lot. Oh, it does. It yeah. happens a lot with a lot of Christian folk. It's an interesting. Not all of them. Right? Uh, Let me right. Not all of them. To say that it's not at all of them. It's. I um I find that a strange thing. It's uh, I can't. I heard this statistic one time that the most feared people. I think it was in America. It had to be in America, not the world. The most feared people were atheists. And I'm like, what? So here's what? the thing. What? If, if, if atheists... How many atheists have yelled there about how, you know, their atheist beliefs and then blew up a building? None. None. Zero. None. All of the extremists so there's like, are connected to some kind of religion. If we got rid so, of, not that I'm an atheist, but right. I'm not a religious. So if you got rid of, of of the religious people that are in prison, like lifted and just got rid of them, sent them to hell or whatever you're going to do, whatever right? you're going to do, there'd be nobody um, there. There but. would be like you would get rid of almost. I think it's like what was it like ninety percent of the prison population, be, wow. because only like one percent identify as atheists. I, right. in, the, in the prison yeah like well and a lot of these you don't need on. religion a to, lot of these people are hypocrites to, just because they get a tattoo right. of a cross they're not yeah. <laughs> yeah. plus there's not much not else to do necessarily religious I yeah guess. yeah yeah so, I, I don't know mm. i would like to 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 I, dis- I disclaim this by saying i don't think that all religious people are evil and bad and confused and you know i don't want to put the the wrong message out there it's just not for me uh-huh. thank you <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. All right, now that we will straight- take, I will take a cracker and a little sip of wine, though. If uh, you have any. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I have a cracker and a little sip of. No, nah, I don't have any wine. Mm. No, I hardly have okay. any alcohol. I'm so non-alcoholic. I have a little bit. I have some uh, homemade uh, potato mash whiskey. Ooh. No, I don't. No, <laughs> I'm improvising. So this is <laughs> so full disclosure. Um, I do. <laughs> have a drink or two now and again. Uh-huh. I would say that I'm I'm probably an alcoholic. The test that came back, they said that my kidneys are functioning at the level of a heavy drinker. Really? Yeah. Is that what made you think you were an alcoholic, or did you already have some hints? Well, I never had a an alcohol or a, an alcoholic drink until I joined the military, and I never had any drugs oh, until I joined the military. Oh, well, see. Same thing might you know? happen if you got into college. So from <laughs> 18, because I turned 18 in boot camp. Right. And then I went to Mississippi for uh, carpentry school. And that's when I had my first beer and got drunk and told everybody I loved them. And I was going to remember them for the rest of my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. never and it never ended from there. That was it. Pretty much never ended. When we were in so, England, we, we ordered a flatbed of we could pre-order our cases of beer mm-hmm. so we did it wow. and it took a flatbed truck to bring it home and we each there's two, two or three of us and we built 
thrones out of the cases you, of beer. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean that's. I mean it's kind of a college thing to do. It is but, kind of a col- it, uh, It's kind of an eighteen to twenty-two year old thing to do. I mean that's not uncommon, but yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. yeah, not all of us are going to recover from that. So this is the first. This is the first time anyone's admitted to being an alcoholic on my show. Really? I can't say that it's the first time I've had an alcoholic on the show. I don't mm. know. Mm. I have no idea. But um, what? Do you have a, like, do you just like, I'm an alcoholic, whatever? Or are you thinking you need to do something? Uh, well, it depends on how, how heavy the hangover is, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and I make, I make light of it, but it's, 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 it's serious. Like, it uh, is you know, serious because, um, um yeah. Because I do have a, a history of uh, alcoholism in my family. Mm-hmm. And in fact, even my stepfather, when I was. I was living with him up until I was eight, and he was a very heavy drink, like pee his pants on the couch, sleeping oh, bad. My and, dad was a functional alcoholic. Yeah. So the, a lot of people didn't think he was an alcoholic, right. but us kids knew you don't just have a you know a bottle yeah. of wine every night, and that's not normal. Right. That's not what you yeah. normally do. Yeah. yeah. My, my main, and I have a, a relative, I'm not going to say which relative, but I have a relative that is a very hard a, hardcore alcoholic and Mm -hmm. you know has tried the whole rehab thing but talk didn't work talk their way out of it you know i think that uh this is just my opinion i'm not a doctor although i could play one on tv (laughs) (laughs) i don't (laughs) but uh agent it's what i've seen in my life Uh, obviously i've known a lot of alcoholics i live in america i'm i'm you know i'm old ish uh I've known and know a lot of alcoholics and I really think there is no way to force them to get help. I, um, and you see this a lot in the, in the media where the, these um, people go to rehab and usually it's for alcoholism and drugs, but you see it a lot with celebrities. Um, Oh, so-and-so went to rehab and it's like, and whose idea was that? Because if it wasn't their idea, it's never going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And plus the, you hear about a lot of these rehabs that will, you can buy your way out basically you can mm-hmm. buy your way out or you can get whatever you want when you're in there um so oh, man. i don't i think that rehab is only i mean i don't think you can quit unless you want to quit i mean it's the that's same very true yeah it, it's the same with cigarettes true. the only yeah. people i know have been have successfully quit smoking have just said okay i'm done they put their cigarette down and that was it they just, you know, See, I can they came to an idea that, man, this is killing me. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. And they stopped. Yeah. Uh, I know tons of people who've tried to stop by, you know, the patch or now the new thing is vaping. Because you're still getting a, the nicotine. The, you're still getting the So you're not exactly. quitting. Exactly. You're, you're not quitting. You're, you're not detoxing. Yeah. You're not you're doing the yeah. detox and the, unless you get that crap out of your system. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand of every smoker, I've tried to be an um, addict with many things, but it's never taken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. My, cause I have an you addictive, tried. I've, I've had an addictive history. Um, alcohol, I don't like to throw up. And I, yeah. I know from knowing a lot of alcoholics, they don't care. Well, like it doesn't bother him that much. It's like, yeah, sometimes I throw up, you know, sometimes I wake up, I don't know where I am. But, uh, yeah, this, yeah. it doesn't Been bother there. someone yeah. who has, who's going to be addicted to it. My latest, 
uh, attempt was with painkillers. Mm. And uh, I mean, I didn't really try to get addicted. I just know that I don't have the personality because I, I had enough that I could have been addicted to them. I could yeah. have taken a lot more, um, but I hated this, the side effects. Yeah. You know, it, oh, it yeah, was, yeah. it's like people find this fun. Right. I couldn't couldn't yeah. understand it. I've got I got two different kinds of things. Um, I do. I mean, opioids, mm -hmm. and I'm like, how in the hell <laughs> do people get Function. addicted to something oh. that doesn't let you poop? It's Whoa! Like, what <laughs> man? What? Yeah. If you can't I mean, poop, man, you, you, that's what opioids do to you. They stop you, man. They stop you right up. Oh man! So, you got to poop. Oh, you got to poop. It's I'm part of a life. firm believer of it, talking it, and it, about and it, inspecting it, your poop. It, it, it's, I saw it on Oprah. You saw, well, if you saw it on she Oprah, she had the whole. My like, God. If, your, if your poop is floating, there's too much fat in your diet. If it's sinking, oh, there's too much. There's not enough, or whatever. Oh like, boy! Like, so it needs to be floating there like a landmine. Yeah, <laughs> what the what the <laughs> or a sea, sea mine, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, as long as it's freaking firm, man. And come, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not for me, it's as long as it's not staying in me. I'm yeah, fine. that's true. As long as that's it's not sticking so around, because I've had stomach problems my entire life, and like. Like as a teenager, I was diagnosed with irritable bowel system. System? Syndrome. Syndrome, syndrome in mm. my system. There you go. <laughs> I got the syndrome. <laughs> in my system. Uh, in my system. <laughs> well, <laughs> suddenly, we both caused me. And we're yeah, going to hell. That's good. <laughs> go straight to jail. Do not collect $200. Christ on a puppet's critical stick. Uh, so where was I? Where was I going with that? Oh, Irritable. Yeah. Uh, when I was 40 years old uh, and I came back to Oregon, I went to a doctor and she said, Oh, so you, uh, you, you think you have irritable bowel system. You have problems with your bowels. Have you, have you tried not drinking milk? What? Yeah, exactly. I was like, What? Have you tried not doing milk. dairy? Have you tried stopping dairy? Oh, I've gone a day or two mm. without dairy. She's like, yeah, it takes about two weeks. And I was like, what? You're out of your mind. Two so that, weeks. In, that includes cheese. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And cheese is, is actually, uh, they have, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen it a couple of times. There's actually a, a substance in cheese that acts in your brain just like opiates. That's so why I that's love why it. people My yeah, is like, it makes you all relaxed and high and cheese is I, oh, it's such a beautiful thing. So that was tough. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. not even Damn. not even dairy has helped. But I still, yeah, I'm still, yeah. as long as my system works, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I've see, had so much That's one of the things they said like, with yeah. this belly thing that I have going on. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they don't know what it is, but they don't want, like, so eat low fat less dairy is what they were saying and, oh and, interesting and so for me yeah because i had i've had such good success doing the keto diet that's right. like well crap man but you know, keto now is, it, keto which, without uh dairy is still pretty doable well yeah but pretty doable it's, it's the cheese man I gotta, yeah that's my source of some of the happy fats right you know but you just got to switch to avocado I'll, but i think i'm gonna and butter is a lot easier on your stomach is yeah. my stomach mm -hmm. than than cheese mm -hmm. um there's there's lots of stuff because yeah there's I'm gonna lots go of more, tasty things you can eat on the keto. i think i'm gonna go more plant-based yeah that's probably um that always helps the gut too you know because the um i've never gone fully plant-based but i do um 
you know, I have weeks where I cut down on meat, and it's yeah. just your 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 body has an easier time digesting without mm-hmm. a lot of meat in your system. And um, but it also, I mean, when I was going, when I was being more strict about keto, um, I noticed I ate way less. Yeah, I remember I you saying that way and, less, and I do too. Like, yeah, today I had you're filled up so easily. Yeah, like, today I had scrambled eggs with uh, some pico de gallo in it and some uh-huh. bacon, and then. That's all I've had today. Yeah. And I'm not hungry. And you're good. So if you're not hungry, don't eat. Right. right? And that's a big and thing too. Yesterday I yeah. had the same kind of the same thing for breakfast. And then for lunch, I, uh, had some pan, had some pan, pan fried salmon and made a, a, a creamy lemon dill garlic sauce. Oh, wow. For it. I like to Maybe cook that. too. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. You're into cooking. Yeah. I see you're cooking photos. Oh yeah, Facebook. sometimes yeah. you put that's up more a f- cooking photo. That's more for my uh, I, uh, my uh, Instagram keto fans that I have no clue who they are. Uh huh. But they're out there. You, know, you do a hash. You it's few. amazing. You do a, one of those hash brown hashtag <laughs> right. things. Hash brown. Hash you brown hash, tags. <laughs> hashtag hash brown. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a lot more. Uh, a lot more people. likes. Yeah. Whatever. Or whatever it is. Fucking whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever exactly (laughs) it's funny because you are someone who posts i would say you post more than almost anyone i know but i know and i'm trying not to well you also seem to not really care about it that much which is an interesting uh like you're not out there trying to get likes or followers or whatever when there's a Uh, heavy amount of posts you're drunk this mean you've been drinking. Yep, you know. <laughs> he did the drinking. Sound I did the drinking. This yeah. is a <laughs> this is an audio Mahalo, only. <laughs> Mahalo, <laughs> man. Hang <laughs> loose, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just got back from uh, the paradise. Oh Ready yeah, I saw back. those pictures. I was slightly jealous. Uh, I've been to the airport there. I love it there, man. But I've said that enough, probably enough times. Mm-hmm. Some people are like shut up. Yeah, yeah, and just then I wanna, you like naked uh, people. You know, I I've been watching a lot of Magnum PI uh, lately. Naked people, oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, I left it on the for my dog. One? No. Okay. Thank no. God. No. Jeez. Thank goodness. Please. It's got to have the the uh, three hundred eight in it. Isn't yeah. it a three hundred eight? Yeah, Ferrari, the Ferrari, yeah. and the helicopter. Yeah. I, I, TC. I, TC. I used Island to, hoppers. I used to work out at a gym in Hollywood. Um, I think it was a Gold's gym, and he would come in there like. Tom Selleck? Um, uh, no, TC. The other, oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. that actor's name. Oh, I forgot. Uh, he he looked the same. He was he was yeah. a lot older. This was right. uh, at least ten years after the show, and I don't think it was that young on the show. But he was still he was like yeah beefed. He was yeah. he was big big Liv- dude living off of his <laughs> yeah earnings. No, I mean he, no, I, he I mean Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paying for the gym. Yeah, yeah I quit going to the gym after it was n- not free after the military. Oh, okay. So that's how I got fat. Well, I'm surprised Plus it's not beer. free if you're on benefits. It oh, should geez. be. Well, it should, really should be free. Because, yeah. And I, they won't even give me a discount. Um, yeah, the beer would have something to do with it. You're not that fat. Anyway. I know. Well, not anymore. I mean, yeah. taking it off. Yeah. So, have you ever heard of, uh, I've talked about this before. Have you ever heard of the Iceman? MacGyver? No, no, this they're not MacGyver, a uh, Top Gun. Uh, no, the Iceman is a um, he's a fitness guru who believes in cold therapy. He like jumps in oh, ice water no. all the time. Yeah, oh, I thought you might be into that kind of thing because so, you like extreme stuff. But well, another thing, yeah, he, another thing I, he does is is a meditation that's just really deep breathing. 
like really deep breathing, and then you hold your breath. And after you breathe in this method, you can hold the first time you do you do like three rounds. In the first round, you hold your breath for like a minute and a half after breathing out. And it's really, uh, it, yeah, it's really a mind blower because you mm. it's, you have no problem because you've just oxygenated yourself really good. And yeah. so then you let all your breath out and you hold it. And then the next time around, you do it for two minutes. Like a free diver. Like a free diver. But it's interesting though, because I heard a podcast with a free diver who also is a fan of this guy, the Iceman. And she said, well, that's a really cool technique, but it's not what you do for free diving at all. Mm. Like it's a whole different technique for actually learning to hold your breath for five minutes. Mm. Um, free diving sounds amazing to me. Really? I, well, I love snorkeling. Oh, no. And uh, free diving is, I mean, they're trying to go as deep as they can with big fins. Right. That's okay. But also you can just use it to um, learn to hold your breath and dive down deeper without tanks. And, and basically, explore. yeah, just yeah. explore. Rather than being tethered to a, yeah. a, a line with yeah. a weight dragging Or, or a tank, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, no tanks, no sound, yeah. basically. So I, I thought that would be a fun thing to I learn. got put off of the whole snorkeling thing and when I was in Guam. Oh, yeah? And I was, snor uh, I was snorkeling in this little reef or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was beautiful. And I just... <clears throat> so I was out there. Doo -doo 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 -doo, and I went out and then the shelf just dropped just off. Just dropped. Isn't that amazing? That freaked you out. No, that's not amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, it went from like yeah. beautiful colory finding <laughs> finding nemo you know and then to like the abyss darkness and and it got cold yeah and then i went from like 5 11 to like ant <laughs> in relative size to the ocean it, oh yeah and i haven't stepped foot in the ocean since oh, that's and that interesting. was and that was in 1990 oh see i'm 1996 yeah. i'm just the opposite I, I would have gone no. great. I mean, I would have turned around. I get scared in the pool I, I thinking there's a shark immediately, but I still would have taken <laughs> oh, a second to go. Yes. Yeah. It was. That's. I mean, that's what I like about being. Well, that's what Hawaii is cool for because yeah. um, Hawaii is warm water. So mm -hmm. like Guam. Yeah. Well, Guam's a couple of yards um, beyond it, Hawaii. It's a little farther, but yeah. <laughs> a little farther. Yeah. Same water. Same same yeah, part same, of the Pacific. Same it's still that warm Pacific big, Ocean. Big water. Same big big yeah. ocean. Yeah, but that's that's what is awesome to me is to be able to swim around in a warm ocean and relax and look at stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, if I've gone pretty far to where it was, it was deep enough. But the water I was in was always extremely clear, so I could see that 30 40 feet down and, yeah. but yeah when you go to where it drops off that's a whole nother world yeah that's um, bob ballard still i find it just fascinating i do find it fascinating it, i love watching like amazing stuff. Uh, the documentaries of like a, like the bob ballards mm -hmm. you know, the guy who found titanic or oh yeah okay or what you know um just super into the science that it goes that it, it takes to go that deep you know right to where if you were to right. step out you know you're just done. You're done. You're crushed in the milliseconds. Oh you know, yeah, because of the wave yeah, of the yeah. ocean, that, the water. It's like, funny. See, that makes me way more nervous than snorkeling, because yeah, that's like going in space. Totally, it's the same thing as as going yeah. into space. If, if something happens to that vehicle, I mean, there, uh, I can't say for sure, but I think I would get really claustrophobic. I think yeah. I would start to freak. Yeah, it, it's. At uh, a I have a hard point. time breathing like, during the snorkeling. Wow. Like, <laughs> And that, yeah, that one I got, um, I always, the first time I go in, uh, after the first 
15, 20 minutes, I, re- I go, oh, yeah, relax. Right. Relax. You can breathe. And, <sighs> yeah, you, and I'm fine. also notice I'm clamping down yeah. on this normal. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh. And okay. if I did, and you so it's just, not just me. It's not just. I think it's a common thing. Wow, you're in okay. the water. You're not. You're not jumping out and See opening your mouth. See how special I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> you are special. You are special. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to, no. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> so, yeah, you're so special that I think uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Okay. And let us go because we we've been babbling a while. Is this we've been interesting? Going a little while. Do you think this is even interesting? To I anyone? have no idea. Well, I I don't know. Uh, maybe if the entire podcast is hey, interesting to anyone, I mean, it, I'm finding out it's not interesting well, to that. I, many I don't people. I don't mind listening to. Yeah. It. I think you All have right. a very uh, inviting voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So you're one of the elite. Uh, that's what I refer to my listeners as the elite. the elite, and you actually are one of the elite because you're in the, you're a veteran, and you went overseas and you you did some stuff. Yeah, so you're you're one of the actual elites. Um, yeah. yeah, we didn't talk um, about that at all. We barely talked about it. We barely touched on it. I thought yeah. we were going to really talk about it. Okay, well let's do that. You okay. come back, I mean, come back on. Okay, yeah, because I'm going to. We don't have to. I'm going to keep doing this. Okay, and so if you would like to, we can have you back on. And actually, I do definitely want you know, when we get close to an, a release. I want to have you know all the people on talk about it. Oh, out of focus. Oof. Out of focus. Yeah. Well, Oof. we're gonna have the next uh, yeah. viewing at my house. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, so, right on. I think there's more comfortable comfortable seating there that way. Oh, okay. Sounds good. So you got a um, a theater and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna wrap this up, <laughs> and then I just oh, start yeah. baffling again. Yeah. I I want to thank everyone that is listening, the elite. For listening, if you like the show, share it because, you know, I could use more listeners. I would love to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing it regardless, but, you know, if eventually I could uh, have more people listening, I don't know. It might be more interesting. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just keep listening. (laughs) Just keep listening. What are we even doing? Make some we, <laughs> I don't know. What, oh, I need that, a drink. Was that pigs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. This has been Joel Albrecht. This has been Were You Still Talking? With Ryan Olson. And thank you so much for listening. Be good to each other.